share with me and get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust You gotta them. be able to produce things. And I'll tell you why that production is so important. But before we go that, how do you use those two pieces of equipment? And you- success is not necessarily financial, but success is when you feel fulfilled in what you're doing. And then to other women, they need to know their value, their worth. But, but I believe um, everything that you put your mind to and you achieve is success. Give us um, all the stuff. Okay, I'll answer all 16 of those questions right now. I started uh, in the music business at Sony while I was still... Renee Hastings, and I'm your host of Renee Speaks. Y'all, today's show is going to be so good. Today's guest is known across the globe as the Sales Energizer, Dan Jordan, or The Deej. He's a true salesman and prospector who lives and loves this sales game. Dan's goal is to encourage salespeople and people who don't even realize that they're salespeople, to adopt the self-employed, anything-can-be-done, Eastern European immigrant mindset to get more customers, earn more profit, so they can have a real lifestyle of freedom. Dan is the author of three books, including the bestseller, Sales Proverbs, and he has coached, mentored, and helped thousands of salespeople worldwide on how to live a profitable sales life through his programs and keynote speeches. Y'all, put your hands together for a joining <laughs> There you go. Yes. You know, I... I'm digging the whole applause things, and it's very, it's very uh, apropos because a lot of times I, you've done speaking before, right? You've been on stage before, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, you know, they announce you. It's awesome, you know. Everybody, they give you this big rev up, and you walk up on the stage, and they're applauding, and then it just stops. There is, <laughs> there is nothing more silent than the moment before you start speaking on those stages when that happens. I'm telling you, it's, it's like you. I wish we had crickets. I mean, even crickets would be a noise up there. Right, you look right. awesome, uh, Renee uh, Hastings. Look at you. You're so pretty. Thank you so much, Dan Jordan. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. And I see why you're so good in sales. <laughs> well, one, one of the benefits of getting gray or white hair uh, is that you're able to tell women that they're pretty without them thinking you're hitting on them. You know, and so it's it's out and about. No, and it's and it's true. One of one of the things that uh, that not salespeople, but any people, and pretty much everyone's a salesperson. We can get into that, but um, you know, step one uh, is make a first good impression. And uh, what's better than than finding something nice about somebody else and just letting them know it? And I, I do it on the phone 
you see, you didn't even have to ask a question. I'm just going to keep on going. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. You've, even on the phone, if you're on the phone with somebody and you're talking with them and, and you say this, if you don't get anything else from this podcast, take this one. Ask for, for, for permission to give somebody a compliment. And so I, I would say like you, I'm on the phone with you. I'm like, hey, Renee, uh, thank you for all this. Stuff. Hey, is it okay if I give you a compliment? Yes, absolutely. You see, nobody <laughs> says no to that. Right? Zero people in the planet will say no to that. And then you say, you know, what? I just got to appreciate you have a really soothing, nice voice. And I called a lot of people today. So I just want to let you know that every single person says, you know what? You made my day. Aww. And uh, they'll go home at night and talk about you at the dinner table. And and you got a and you got a better opportunity to make a sale with someone that kind of likes you uh, than otherwise. So, they, so there's your first tip of the day. What do you think of that, Renee Hastings? Just throwing it. it out. What great advice! But yeah, who who can say no to? Can I give you a compliment? Everyone wants yes. to hear compliments. So, and say yeah. say it sincerely. Say it sincerely. You know, you have to struggle with it. And you know, uh, there's a very uh, there's a, a fine line between acting uh, and selling. I think the difference is actors have a script, but it's the same, it's the same thing other than that. But uh, so you, you got to work on that. So, you know, 90% of sales is uh, tone and cadence versus the actual words that you say. And so you can't just say, Hey, can I give you a hot compliment? You can struggle with it. Say, Hey, Renee, uh, is it okay if I give you a compliment? You know, and all of a sudden it's just so sincere just by adjusting a little bit. And that's the difference between, you know, a $30,000 salesperson and a $300,000 salesperson. It's just tone and cadence. Right. And the cadence, and when you say cadence, I think of timing. Like, like if a comedian is telling a joke and the timing isn't right, then it just completely yeah. throws off the whole joke, right? So I totally get it. The cadence is how you present it. It's like, yeah, so you, you got know, a joke for me? You're setting me up for a joke. You, no, no. <laughs> so let me tell you, my dad, uh, an immigrant from uh, from France, and, uh, you know, never really went to school, never had, uh, you know, a real education, you know, basic uh, stuff of the times. Anyhow, so he, uh, when he came here, so the advice that he gave me was always really good. He said, Danny, in this country, you need two things. And I said, what's that? Okay. He says, you need to have two jokes that you could bring out anytime. You need to have two songs that you could sing from the beginning to the end. National anthem's a good one. He said, you need to have uh, two instruments that you could play just a little. And if you can juggle, that's good too. Uh, but you you have th those type of like you know, social skills and you can go to any party and they don't know it's your whole repertoire. I mean, they don't know that's all you got. They think it's the whole thing. But you got something you could relate to people. So here's right. the joke. All right. So this guy walks into a psychiatrist office. Uh -huh. He's wearing nothing but saran wrap. And the psychiatrist takes one look at him and says, you know, I can clearly see you're nuts. <laughs> 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 Stick with me. They're coming fast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dan Jordan. Oh, that is so funny. And I hope we don't get cut off the air. <laughs> you are uh, they, so funny. Okay, that's a good joke. <laughs>
Yeah, stick with me. Yeah, they, they go. And you know, it's good enough oh that everybody God. gets it until you can tell it again. That is. Now, I, I wonder if May. I, I wonder if May. I can get myself together right now. I wonder if May, the producer, is laughing. You never can tell. I'm sure she's like, oh my gosh, holding herself, holding her 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 chest. Oh my word, what is going to come out? Chris, Chris warned me. He's in the chat. He said, "Wow." But thank you, Dan, for that that joke to help get us started on today's show. Yes. So let me quickly move on. So how did you get started on this journey, first of all? And you've got to tell us along the way where this nickname, the Sales Energizer, came from. Oh, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you along the way. But I mean, that's the, the, the easiest part of it. Uh, but, you know, you got to here's, here's the thing. It's really the Deej. So when I was in high school, um, uh, you know, my high school was it was different. It was like uh, you went to elementary school and then you went to junior high, which was seventh, eighth, and ninth, and then you went to high school, which was tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, and and that's where all the high schools got together and and all the junior highs got together and went into the high school. And so when we got into high school, you know, I was not like I was a big shot, but you know, at least people knew me in 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 uh, the junior high and stuff. Oh, went to high school. You know, I was I was Danny Jordan, uh, but there was another kid in high school, Danny Deano, and I'm from New Jersey, and he's like you know tall, good looking, muscles, you know, with the T's and you know all that stuff. And anyway, his name was Danny, so he kept his name Danny, and you know we were friends, so I got my initials, which were DJ, and uh, then uh, DJ just turned into Deej and, and all that stuff. But I realized something. I realized that, uh, you know, I didn't have really the skill. I, I wasn't really the, I was athletic, but not, I, I wasn't the best guy in the team. I was, uh, you know, I was pretty good at school, but I wasn't the best guy in school. And I, I needed to find my place. And so I, I figured early on I could, I could make people laugh. And so that, that was kind of, kind of my thing. But when you're in the sports arena and you're with everybody else and you're kind of in the zone, I always remembered, like, sometimes everything goes right, you know, and in sales, sometimes everything's going right. Sometimes in life, everything's going, you know, you're getting all the green lights. And, and when you're in the zone like that, you don't want to get out. And so I wanted to, like, to encapsulate that. So I, I created an alter ego, and the alter ego is the Deej. And so the last 100 yards of the race, that's not me. That's the Deej. You know, when you're meeting with that big client, when you're getting pumped up, that's not me. That's the Deej. And the Deej can do things that Danny Jordan could never do. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I think everybody, everybody kind of needs that, that alter ego. And so I've always, I've always known that you had to, you kind of, you got to brand yourself. And people right. out there, I think salespeople, my ears back in, um, you know, salespeople think that they're selling a product or a service, uh, but in actuality, they're not. It's themselves. They're selling themselves or people are buying them. And more specifically, uh, the act of sales is the, is the transfer of energy. And mm -hmm. I knew early on that with my kind of, I have kind of a natural uh, positive disposition. Uh, not that I don't ever get non-happy. It's just that that's my I'm prone to be happy, waking up happy versus the opposite and enthusiastic and energetic. 
And I realized that people crave that. People need it. And so I realized that energy was what was getting me what I was getting me. And so I'm in sales. So I just turned it into the sales energizer. That was a long winded answer to a very short question. But I love it, though. I love it. It totally makes sense. And people need energy. People need to to feel alive. And when they wake up to your sales energizer moments, I'm telling you, that is one of the best ways to start the day. The absolute <laughs> best ways, because you're out there, whether you're on your deck or you're in the uh, the Rome offices or you no matter where you are, it's like you bring it. You completely bring the energy. You bring the fire. And it's like, yes, I'm ready to start this day because Dan got me started. The Deej yeah. got me started. Well, you know, and there's two things. And there's pressure on me to do it now because many people, you know, reply to me and say things like that. And I'm grateful for that pressure. Otherwise, I, otherwise I wouldn't do it. But here's, here's something that everybody needs to know. Uh, anybody who's watching or anybody's in sales or trying to get something, you know, uh, it's, it's about a two and a half minute video that I make. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, hell, I can do anything for two and a half minutes. I mean, you don't know what's happened before that. You don't know what's happening after that. I could be just a lump on a log or sleep the rest of the day. But for two and a half minutes, baby, I am on fire. I am the oh, Deej. I am yeah. on fire. And so your customers deserve that. Mm -hmm. They they don't need to know about the, all the you know the the other garbage that's going on in your life and and, and you know that you're tired and your back hurts and that you're uh, you just lost a big deal or or something something uh, unusual health wise happened or whatever they don't need to know all that it's mm -hmm. none of their business you don't want to burden them with all that all they know is when you're in front of them like right now right now you're getting the ditch and no damn and you know I don't just it doesn't just come up like I. I work on this. I make myself get it. Before I get on, I, I, I say my little chant. I say, I lead, not follow. I believe, not doubt. I create, not destroy. I make the news. I don't watch the news. I'm a leader. I'm a force for good. I'm a force for God. I set the standard. I defy the odds. I stand up. I take charge. I win. And then I go on camera. I'm not going to give you a second rate chance, you know, to meet, you know, who I am and what we can do here. We got to make this your best show ever, Renee Hastings. That's right, Dan Jordan, and I know that you're the one to bring it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. But, you, but again, you're in. But I, I want to tell the individual and the self-employed person and the, and the businessman, you're in control of that. Yeah. You know that one. There's one line in there that it, it speaks to me louder than any of the others, and it is, uh, "I make the news. I don't watch the news." And that's just so key. It's for me, it's like either you're going to let the environment affect you or you're going to affect it. Mm, that part. Mm. And so, yeah. uh, you know, take that for what it's worth, Renee Hastings. I know you have a question or two. If not, I'll just keep going. No, no, that'll preach. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. And we've got some folks in the comment who are truly enjoying the show as well. Thanks, you. Uh, Chris Stone for joining us. Um, he said that he knew that. Good old Chris Stone. Yeah, he only had to spend 20 minutes with, with us to know that we he wanted to work with us. And it was on your show that we met. And I was so grateful for that day. You know how they say yeah. nothing happens by accident. Everything happens for a reason. And mm -hmm. you invited me to be on your show. 
it was the best time of my entire life, even though it was like, I think my very first podcast show invitation. (laughs) And so you made me feel so comfortable. Chris made me feel so comfortable. And even though my, my earrings were dangling, I think in the microphone or some nonsense was going on, you guys just completely went with it. And, and it was an amazing experience. And now we all get together. Good old ear. You were known for years as the earring dangler. That's right. Is the, is the dangler coming on again? That's Well, hey, you know, you take every lesson and you apply it and like, okay, let's not do that again. So notice there are no dangly earrings. We got these big yeah. earrings, but uh, no. Those are some big again. earrings. You, you could light those things on fire and have poodles. I mean, they're just, yeah, that's right. You got that whole thing. That's awesome. I love you it. Whole- Yes, I do have a question in here somewhere. So uh-huh. um, what is the best sales advice that you've received and how has mm. it shaped your career? Besides all the jokes, <laughs> having the two jokes and the, and the yeah. two incidents and all of that, what is the other, which was great, by the way. And, and I think you, your dad sounds like an amazing guy. Um, oh, good old papa. Yeah, yeah, good old papa. Well, you know, the, the sales is, uh, there's there's two parts to sales. Uh, there's uh, there's the act of sales, you know, presenting and closing and and follow up and all that stuff. Um, and the other part is prospecting. And they're, they're two different technologies for sales. The best lesson I ever learned is that don't, don't, when people are prospecting, that's no place to sell. That's no place to talk about your product. You know, what you, what I wanted, what I would like people to figure out is that prospecting is like, picture it like a billboard. And if there's just, you're driving down the highway and you see a big sign there and it says, you know, a $5 foot long tuna fish sandwich, but you know, it's 730 in the morning. And so you don't want that tuna fish sandwich or, you know, it could be a big steak and you're a vegetarian. Well, you don't, you don't want it. There's no price they're not going to lower the price enough on a steak for you to buy it if you're a vegetarian. It's no place to sell. What a prospecting is, is just to get attention and say, to see if it's something that they want. And that's all. And and like your business, you're a, you have a virtual assistant company. Is that correct? Or outsourcing company? Yes, I do. I have yeah. A yeah. Service. yeah. In, in now in, in uh, if all things were going great and you had uh, let's say a hundred clients and you may have a hundred clients already but let's say you have a hundred clients right now things are rocking and rolling um and and you you're thinking to yourself you know i'm doing pretty good at 100 would you be happy if you're doing pretty good at 100 clients i mean that's oh, yeah, that's a good business good. right yeah, yeah for sure. it's a good right. business right so in in atlanta where we are right now there's like you know what let's say just say eight million people there's eight million people mm-hmm. you have 100 that means that like seven million nine hundred thousand and nine and nine, i'm not going to do the math right now they don't want the steak you know they don't want the subway sandwich but it's okay mm-hmm. you're doing fine with your hundred right so mm-hmm. it's more than likely when you're prospecting that you're going to meet people that don't want what you have and don't like it which yep. is fine. See you later, potato. We're going to talk to the next person. So uh, the biggest challenge that people have in sales is they start selling 
to those who are unqualified, who don't want it. You know, three things you need to have a qualified prospect. They need to have a want or a need. That's the first mm-hmm. one. They need to have decision-making ability. That's the second one. And they need to have money. If they don't have one or th- one, if they don't have one of those things, they're not a prospect. True. You know, I don't want it. And so that's the best lesson I learned to do that. And, 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 and it's, and step number two is to very quickly be able to discern whether or not somebody is a prospect without insulting or making anybody feel bad. There are times when I'm on the phone that I meet somebody who's nice and all that stuff, and but they just don't need it. And, I, I, and I'll actually say that. I'll say, hey, you know, I want to tell you, you're a really great guy, but you are the worst prospect I could have come up with. <laughs> you're a terrible <laughs> prospect. You're a terrible prospect, but a really good guy. And they laugh and we move on and see you later. Like, so wow. Yeah, that, that's it. No one to sell and no one not to. Exactly. It's like, almost like, was it Kenny Rogers who said, no one to hold them and no one to fold them? Yes. No yes. One to, see, if Chris Stone was here, we'd be singing. You got to know and hold, no when to fold. I, what's no. that? Oh, no when to walk away, no when to run. You better count. That's it. All right, there we go. I get it. Table. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that is awesome. Yeah. So great advice. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know who's yeah, a good no, prospect. Want to and sell. know when to just say, look, we're done. this isn't working. This isn't going to, this isn't a good fit. So I learned most of the skills that I learned in sales is when I took a, uh, an eight month uh, hitchhiking trip around the country and I took no money and I just got jobs along the way. And uh, the idea was just to meet as many people. I didn't have a, a schedule. I didn't know what I was going to do um, uh, or where I was going to go. I just knew I had a thumb and I was just going to go and a backpack and I, and I was going to go. And I, I learned something very quickly. And that is that there's a very fine line between a hitchhiker and just some bum on the side of the road with his thumb hanging out. I mean, and the difference is you got to get picked up. Um, That's a successful sale as a hitchhiker, getting picked up. And uh, on that trip, I learned how to be attractive enough or give enough value for someone to want to stop and pick me up. And so there, and that, and that aligns with prospecting completely. When, when you, when you do get a ride and you do with somebody in the car, it's like, you can't just sit there and be quiet when, you know, when you do get a prospect and you're in front of a customer, you can't just, you know, be a, sit on the chair and just show your slides or whatever you're going to do. What I learned quickly when I'm in the car that man, the only reason why they picked me up, they want to hear some stories. They want to hear about, you know, how good they are, that most people don't pick me up. Thank goodness I finally met a good a good person here who would do this. Uh, you wouldn't believe the last ride I had, and they want to hear that story. Where have you been? They want to hear all that. They want to be able to go home and at the dinner table tell their family how good they are because they picked up a nice guy on the side of the road, and they got all these stories, and they're going to laugh, and he can carry that. For the rest of, I say he because very few women pick me up. Can carry that with him for the rest of his life. And when you're in sales and you're on a presentation, baby, you want to make that the best part of their day. 
You know, you want them to go home and say, you know, I met somebody today. We may or may not do business, but I'm sure we're going to be friends. I'm sure there'll be some sort of referral opportunities. I'm sure there'll be something. You know, you want to, it's more important to be memorable than even relevant in their life. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's more important to be memorable because everything doesn't end in a sale, especially on the first call. You know what I mean? Especially if you're just prospecting, which you said is very different than doing a sales call. When you're prospecting, you're just getting to know the people. But when you're actually going back in after some time and you you know, have developed this relationship, you've been memorable. So they remember who you are when you call back. Yes. And there's nothing more. Uh, there's nothing that makes you feel better. Uh, I've been told I have a distinctive voice. But I think it's, again, I think it just goes back to the energy, but people tend to remember it. But every call a sale is made, uh, you know, on, on a prospecting call, just getting a decision. No, we don't need it. That's a sale. Now I can move on to the next thing. And mm-hmm. uh, even if someone says no, that's a, that's a successful sale. That I'm, Wait, I'm hold on. Explain, explain. Explain. <laughs> Because your goal on any a a, a, a a qualified prospect is those three things that we said before. Qualified prospect is somebody who has a need or a want, right. has decision making ability, and right. has money. Right? right. Right. So if you if you find out on the call that they don't have one of those things, uh-huh. and, and and a lot the one that most people don't have is decision making ability. They can't make a decision, you know, and if yeah. you realize that and you say, you say, listen, I, I totally appreciate, um, uh, you know, you, you want it. If you if you if you say yes to me, we'll move forward. If you say no to me, we'll move forward in a different way. Uh, the third thing you could say is I need to think about it. All I ask is that you don't choose option number three. If you say I need to think about it, I'll just take that as a no. Fair enough. And it forces them. To get into that, I want somebody to say, no. you know, the worst thing in the world is not to lose a sale. The worst thing in the world is to take nine flipping months to lose the sale. You want to get a decision. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's important. So even if they say no, and especially if they're like, oh, they're not the decision maker, then it's like you still have an opportunity with the decision maker. Yeah, well, you know, listen, every single day, Renee Hastings, I love your name, by the way. You can't just say Renee. (laughs) You always say the whole thing. Cracks me up every time. (laughs) Every single day, Renee Hastings, somebody's born, somebody dies, someone gets a car, someone gets into an accident, someone gets divorced, someone gets married, someone has a birthday, someone, you know, has a child. Did I say have a baby yet? Someone has a baby. (laughs) Every single day, something happens. And so someone says, someone says no to you right now, like Chris Stone says, got it. I appreciate it. Listen, we're still friends. It's okay to say no to me. Best friends forever. I got got no problem with it. I can't tell you how many times people come back to you because of that. It's like every time. Hey, listen, I know we're not going to do business. Let's let's link in together on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, and if I, by the way, the way to rekindle those, the way to rekindle something that said no to you is like you've had a whole conversation with them. You know their business now. You know what's going on with them. Now, a month and a half later, you're going to meet somebody else that could use that type of business. You give them a lead. You give them a referral and watch how quickly you get business. Yes, absolutely. Because when it's when you focus on helping other people, then the business will come. 
That's what yeah. I, that's what it sounds like you're saying. Yeah, uh, it, but it, it's not just, it, and I agree with you totally, and I'm not trying to one-up you, but I, I, this is, uh, you know, it's the old Zig Ziglar thing saying, uh, you know, if you want to get what you want, help another enough other people get what they want. But right. it's, it's such an easy thing to say, but it takes time to do it. And so a lot of times you think, oh, that would be a good referral for blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then it just goes by the wayside and you, you never get around and, you know, writing an introduction and email is a pain in the tuchus, which is why we need companies like your company, Renee Hastings, to be able to call someone on the phone, say, hey, I just met them. They'd be a good lead for what for, for what was the person's name? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. For that person's <laughs> name, blah, blah, blah. Can you go ahead and make an introductory email and just send it out? See you later. Potato. Boom. Done. It's out of my brain and it's done. Absolutely. I'm, the, the difference. I, what did I say earlier? I said I said ninety percent is that, and I said the difference is that I have a ton of ninety percents and a ton of you know the one differences. So, uh, you know, I'm like the guy who makes up uh, percentages. You know, like it's like sixty eight percent of all the the numbers and statistics are completely made up, including that one. And so, <laughs> I so. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, so we were, we were talking about the the email, the leads, and so it's okay. you have to be intentional about yeah. making the the referrals. Yes, but for this for the salesperson who wants to succeed, uh, if you want to increase your production and increase your outcomes, double them. It's it's really one thing, and that is get Renee Hastings get a virtual assistant and get that person to do it for you because you just won't do it used to be when i first i had a job as a, um, a stockbroker i started as a cold caller for somebody else and then they got licensed and then was with smith barney and when i got hired on with a real company with smith barney and back then you would like call people and you'd write them letters and do all that stuff but because you had to do all those manual things they gave you an assistant, a sales assistant. Mine was Cassandra. And Cassandra worked for three or four of us. And I, you would give her, hey, here's a, here's a lead. And she'd send out a letter and come back and she would do all this stuff for you. But then, you know, email happened. And then all this, you know, all these uh, softwares happened. And you know, everybody had a CRM. You could do it yourself and you keep track of your appointments. And they're like, what do we need Cassandra for anymore? And so Cassandra went away. And now, you know, 20 years later, there is a thousand very efficient and very wonderful CRMs and programs and applications and automations and sequences and 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 uh, AI telling you and e easy email writing and social media and all these things that the salesperson needs to do to remain relevant. It's become impossible for them to do all that and still have front-facing business with the customer. So what I suggest, and anybody who's looking to hire salespeople or wants commission-only salespeople, fine. But if somebody's getting paid you know, $5,000 a month plus commission, go ahead and pay him $3,000 a month. Take two grand a month and give it to a company like Renee Hastings to give that person their own personal sales assistant. That person will thank you for it, for paying them less, and they will double and triple and quadruple their outcomes. It's the best thing you could do for your salespeople. And if you're a salesperson yourself, pony up the money, tell your boss, I don't want seven grand a month. I want five grand a month. I want you to spend the rest with Renee Hastings and let me succeed. 
That's now right. I am I off it. my soapbox. <laughs> well, thank you for that glowing endorsement. I totally appreciate it because yes, at Executive Help Now, that's what we do. We take those things off your plate. As a busy salesperson, you just want to be out there making the connections, finding the prospects, and then being able to say to someone else, hey, follow this up for me. Hey, follow this up for me. That's what we do all day. We just follow yeah, consider. Yeah, you treat yourself, uh, you know, like it's your own business. You're, it's a self-employed nation. You are an island amongst yourself. You're the company that's paying you these these salary commission is just another income source for you. And you need to do everything for yourself to build your own brand. Very difficult to do that. You want to get out. You want to be the face of your company. You want to be out there at, at these networking events. You want to, uh, you know, follow up with people. You want to stop in at your customers for no reason. You want to just get in there and do all that, knowing that the back office stuff is going to take place. And when you go to a convention or you meet a ton of people and you get a bunch of cards, what do you do with it? It goes into your drawer and every once in a while you'll look at it and you feel like an idiot and then you start feeling guilty and then you throw it away and you hope nobody watches. What you do is you take all those, you take a picture of it, you send it to someone like Renee Hastings or your virtual assistant that takes care of up. They put it all into your CRM. They set up the program of you to follow up with them. Uh, they'll they'll link in with all the people on LinkedIn. Uh, they'll start engaging with those people all while you're outside doing more networking events and conventions and getting more cards. And then calls start coming in and you're just there to do that which you're best at, which is that front-facing selling and servicing your clients. Absolutely, 100%. And Chris says that from Cast Ahead, investing in your business with virtual staff is the best way to invest in yourself. So it yes. frees you up to do what you love to do and that you're best at. Couldn't have said yeah. it better. 100%. You, well, you didn't have to say it better. That's what you got <laughs> me for. That's right. That's what I got you for, Dan. Dan Jordan. I love it. And uh, yeah, working with uh, Cast Ahead, we just love working with them and, and as well as all of our clients to lighten their load so that they can focus on the things that they're amazing at. They're so good at, but they got all this stuff that needs to be done. So it's like almost multiplying, like duplicating themselves, increase, like you said, doubling their well, it, But it, it's more than, yeah, and I agree. And I think it's, you know, but in this, in this scenario, because, uh, assistants can do so much more. Uh, it's not one plus one equals two. It's one plus one equals at least three, maybe four. And, yeah. and you know, the reason is, you know, someone like myself, so I'm terribly dyslexic and I can't, uh, the, and how it manifests in me is that if something's like in school, if like something's on the board there, I'm looking at a board. If something's on a board and I'm supposed to transpose it to my paper, Mm -hmm. somewhere it gets lost in my brain. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's different. It's just gone. And so in, in this case, if I'm like typing something, looking there and typing it here and it causes me such anxiety. I can't tell you. It'll mm. take me, uh, it'll take me an hour. It'll take me an hour to do it. And, 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 and the reason is, and then I spend uh, spell their email wrong mm. three different ways. And then, it, and then I start getting more frustrated and then it's just, it's nightmarish or, mm. I take out my phone like this and I said, and I, and I make a recording. I, I, I send a text to ginger. I have a ginger Renee Hastings yes. and I send a text to ginger okay. and I say, please do, you know, please send an introductory email from Renee to Chris stone uh, about this and this and that. And then it's done. Yes. And then it's done. 
Yes. You and know, and, and it's, you have no idea. It, it'll save marriages. It'll save lives. It'll say, you know, it, it'll get you on vacation. It'll do the whole shebang. You just got to yeah. figure out what you're good at and what you're not good at. So what I, what I tell people to do when we're first starting an engagement and I do sales coaching and training and I work with uh, companies, my tagline is any and all things legal to get you more customers. Um, and we work with uh, clients on the in, inside out. A lot of times it's funny. A lot of times people think they need marketing help, but they really they can't close worth a you know squat. And a lot of people are really good at presentations, but they can't figure out how to fill the seats or bring in this, uh, the uh, the leads. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, mm -hmm. uh, the the first thing that I do, uh, I completely forgot my train of thought. What was I talking about? I do this. <laughs> I, I do this in closing and, and how people bring in the people, no, but they can't it was, really close them. Yeah, it was the thing before that. That that line was a tangent. You got to stick with me on the on the original stuff. Oh, talking uh, it, about following up and ginger. We were talking about ginger and her sending out the letters. Oh, for yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. So the first thank you. Yeah, you see that? All right. Was that you or was May the producer typing no, something? I remember like, it, you know, my own self. Well, so you're actually actually <laughs> listening. That's one of the things. Active listening. No, the first thing that. you want to do is take down a piece of paper and write down in one column all the things that you're doing throughout your day that you think uh, is uh, you'd be better served doing something else that it's not worth your time to do that, but you're doing it anyway. Cause you don't have it. And then the second line, write All the things that you're not doing because you're spending the time doing those other things over there. And once you have that list, you take that list and you package it all together and you find somebody, you say, can you do this? Yeah. <laughs> and they do that stuff for you. And I would yeah. say it's a big thing. One of the challenges that people have, most salespeople have um, is we're trained to do everything. We're expected to do everything. We're expected to do all those things. Um, you know, your own marketing, your own branding, your own uh, setting up your own funnels, having your own website, making your own videos, doing your own content, editing your own content. We're expected to do all those things uh, and prospect and, and the customers and the whole thing. And, you know, you wonder why people get burnt out for that whole thing when, when you're when those are not your skill sets. Right, right. It's like you that's know, not you your know. that's not your jam. <laughs> your jam is going out there selling. It's like you know, I do a video every day, and uh, but if I were tasked to write a script for my video and, and then do it that, I would never do it. I just wouldn't do it. My head doesn't work that way. I can't do that. So like some people say, you know, some people ask me, hey, I like your videos. Can you write a script and refer all the things? No, that's what ChatGPT is for. I can't do that. What I do. It has to come from inside. It has to be natural. It's not something that you can just script out and just say, well, you know, this yeah, has to be honest from the heart kind of stuff. Right. And so and you have to find the, the VA that, that can speak to you you know, that can work with your program. Cause I, you know, if they say, if someone says, tell me what to do, uh, you know, you're not, I'm not with you. I, I can give you outcomes. This is what I want. And if you can mm -hmm. figure that out, then I'm good. I'm good with almost anything you do. It's like, so my wife is one of those people who, well, I look back to the video and then remind me to talk to my wife. So, so the video, what I do is I press play. Hmm. I don't know what I'm going to say. I press play and then we'll see what comes out. 
And it's just like it's just like this podcast, by the way. You you asked me earlier if you wanted to send me some questions. I'm like, no, I don't want questions. You haven't even met, given any of them, and I'm still. What are we? We're 40 minutes in. I don't even know what. I'm I may have asked one. <laughs> so my wife is one of those people um, that wants me. All I want is a turkey sandwich with cheese. You know, can I get a turkey sandwich with cheese? Sure. And so I'd be happy with anything. Two slices of turkey some cheese and bread and that's it i'm i'm i mean very grateful it's the greatest thing ever uh, what time, uh, how many slices of turkey two slices of turkey okay good what kind of cheese did you want cheddar or munster i want cheddar okay good i'll have cheddar what kind of bread i want kind of any kind of bread i want any kind of bread there okay. do you want it toasted and you think it's just think of all the things that have yeah toast i oh, toast it lettuce and tomato yes lettuce and tomato the big tomatoes, like one big slice, or do you want to? I, do you want me to slice the sandwich? Yes, just slice the sandwich. Yeah, horizontal or diagonal. So I could never give somebody directions like that. I love I, how attentive your wife is. I mean, she like takes oh, in all the, all the things and takes into consideration all the factors that could make an amazing sandwich for your enjoyment. Yes, it, it takes an hour, uh, but but it's but I would have liked it if it was no bread or anything. Just, <laughs> just make it a wrap. But, that's right. I love it, love it, yeah. love it. So, Dan, in your experience, what qualities will make a salesperson stand out from other salespeople? Like, how do people? There's salespeople everywhere. What yeah. makes one better than another? And yeah. you know could be the best in their in their game this has changed as i've gotten older you know and like i said earlier you know because like little white hair you're able to tell women that they're pretty and so uh and and all that you're able to do because you don't care anymore about stuff like that uh and so i probably wouldn't have said this many years ago but man you really truly need to love people it's that uh -huh. simple love uh -huh. and want to serve people i mean and that's all that is if you're not if you're not putting the chair away after you sit down and you know at the restaurant if you're not you know setting up your place if you're not trying to make things easier for your waiter if you're not noticing um when when other people need even mild help you know if you don't open the door for people if you want to if you feel good by people saying thank you to you you know that's probably the best thing. You really just need to, you want to serve because listen, people hate, as Jeffrey Gittimer says, uh, people hate to be sold, but they love to buy. And, and uh, ultimately people are buying you. You know, people buy for four reasons. They buy because uh, they, they, uh, should I do the sell or the buy? You I'm going to do the buy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just saying people will, will buy from you and the people sell. Well, listen, people buy for four reasons and they buy first because they like you. Mm -hmm. They trust they you. Like, they trust you. By the way, which one do you think is more important? Like or trust? Uh, trust. <laughs> yeah. Trust. Yeah. Most people say trust. Let me ask you something, Renee Hastings. Have you ever gone out on a second date? Not a first date, a second date. With someone that you didn't like at all, but you trusted them. Mm. No, 
It's like <laughs> it's, it starts with like. You know, okay. it very quick, it very quickly, it very quickly goes to trust. Okay. But if they don't like you, you're, you know, your foot's not in the door. You don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. You got to be likable. Right. You know, and 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 people who are likable uh, are those who who serve or those who like you know, people who like me. I automatically like them. You know, <laughs> and if 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 you like people, you you have a better chance of them liking you, and then you can move to the to the other part of it. And yeah, so, yeah, exactly. if you want to know the other two, it's like trust, believe. So they believe you. That's where your credibility, your resume comes in, and all that plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, people mostly lead with number three. People lead with, "Hey, look how great I am. Here's my resume. Here's what we do. We've been in business for 300 years. We have, uh, you know, good-looking people, and uh, we've done this to, for them and them and them." That's number three. You wow. know, if they don't like you and they don't trust you yet, that's just anywhere. And then lastly, they'll have a desire to do business with you, and that's when they're kind of looking for a reason to buy. Like when you drop your car and you buy lemonade from two girls on the side of the road, right? Right. And you're not even thirsty. You know, you just do it because you want to do, you like them, you know? Right. So, yeah, another long-winded answer to a question. But, yeah, you got to love people and love serving people. Yeah, I think that is so important. I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm I'm sure I've said that before. (laughs) And, you know, I can't agree more because you already said it. (laughs) That's right. But, so, to recap... People mm. buy from people that they like, that they trust, that they believe, and that they have a desire to buy. Just plain, pure, and yeah. simple, they have a desire. A desire to do, a desire to do business with, you know. Right. And so, so as a salesman, you have to have well four beliefs. So you have to have the belief in your product, mm-hmm. the belief in your company that it's okay. the best company out there, uh, the belief. That uh, the believe in yourself, you know, believe that you that you're the the uh, that your company can can service them properly. That your company can right. service them properly. And then the final belief is the belief that your prospect or your customer in in the entire planet can't get this product from you. That anywhere else, that getting this product from you is a better a better decision for them to make than from anybody else. Because we don't have, it's not like, you know, uh, there's anything unique anymore. And if it is unique, it's only for about 22 seconds. Right. And so it's like, you know, not someone's going to come to your door and say insurance. And you're going to be like, insurance, what the heck? Insurance, honey, come here. You gotta, you gotta see this. It's, insu- I mean, nothing, nothing surprises people anymore, but to buy insurance from you is a whole different experience. Right, right. So you I gotta have that. that that belief. Right, and 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 that shows, I think, in how you present the information, the confidence that you have when you're sharing the information. People can see through anyone who's trying to sell something that they don't believe in. Yeah, know? it's so important to, especially to- in in com- in in like more in-home sales, you know, roofing sales or kitchens or handyman or things like that when you're selling to people's homes. Um, you know, a lot of times, it, it, I mean, a bathroom is a bathroom. You know, you can make a couple hundred dollars here, a couple hundred dollars there. Every, it's going to cost the same. It's the salesperson. The most important part of the sale is always the salesperson. 
Mm-hmm. Agreed. I totally agree. And sometimes people will sell you on something and you totally believe them. And then they actually come and show up and they're like a whole nother piece of Yeah. <laughs> but yes, there, there's something to do. That's why you know video is key right now. Everybody needs to be using video. When you send like the confirmation email, send a little video of yourself. Hey, this is the person I'll be coming out or this is me. I'll be there. Hopefully I'll look the same when I get there. I might shave my beard. I forgot I to shave that. this morning. I need no. a haircut and I forgot to shave. I actually need two haircuts. Right. But but you still look amazing. How how do you well, even work that? You know? Well, and then the back of my neck and it itches over there. I gotta get that thing done. I've just been busy today doing all that hair. I went to get a haircut the other day and my lady. I don't know her name, but she has very soft hands. And so I said, where's the lady with the soft hands? And they're like, who do you mean the lady? With? And I said, I don't, she used to sit over there. And and she goes, oh, yeah, everybody always says about her hands. So anyway, I found the other place that she went to. And I said, where's the lady with the soft hands? And they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about because she just started there. Whatever. Right, right. Anyway, her name is Nikki, by the way. I found out her name is well, Nikki. Glad you found out her name. And so, but I, I think she works on Saturday, but I don't know if I can do it on Saturday. But anyway, well, so this is her personal. Follow her to where she went, though. What? How oh, it was cool far. Follow her and where she went. I mean, that's loyalty. Oh, she's one of those people that just loves what she does. It's like you know, my uh, my father-in-law. 89 great guy still builds like he's like a woodworking kind of dude and he uh he like you can't go to home depot you walk down the the lumber aisle of home depot and he's like touching the wood and he's like he just loves the scent and the smell he's just you know anyway she's like that with your hair so she'll go on one side to the other side and she'll like she'll just massage you along the way and she and she's very she's very soft hands very nice Perfected the art of keeping her clients happy and engaged. <laughs> yeah, so I go from East Cobb all the way to she's like off of uh, like Norcross, and I now I know it's crazy. Well, and you probably pass a hundred barbershops between where you live and where she is, but it doesn't matter because that's your person. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I now I finally learned her name. Yeah, well, and thank you. And, and soft hands. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I knew I knew this other girl, long neck once. I called her long neck for years. I still never knew her name. This one was soft hands. That's long neck. She had a very long neck. <laughs> that's one way. To, you know, I like I like things like that because it's a, it's you know in sales you want to be, be very clear with things, and so you know when you can find something really clear, you know, like a uh, you know a uh, lead generator. You know, I know exactly. What do you do? Oh, I'm a lead generator. I know exactly what you do. You know, it's like fireplace. It's a place for fire. That's like, for me, that's the perfect word. Right. Exactly. I love it. I, I, when I build, yeah. When I build scripts for people and I'm like, what do you do? That's my example. I go, I go, you know what a fireplace is? And they go, yeah, it's a place for fire. I, I go, I want your description of your company to be that clear that mm-hmm. you could just say the two words Everybody knows what you do. Like for you, it would be the coolest. <laughs> the coolest, a place yeah, for cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are. If someone had to describe you, Renee Hastings, it would be that. The coolest. That's I love it. it. I take it. I'm receiving it. 
<laughs> so then we are almost out of time. I cannot believe an hour almost has already gone by. Yes. And you got to leave early. So for your yes. appointment, but it's okay. Uh, I totally appreciate the time and the valuable nuggets that you've shared with us today. But I don't want people to leave without knowing what you've got coming down the pike, what's going on in your world, and how they can stay in touch with you if they want more personal one on one sales energizer time yeah listen i tell everybody I, you know what you see is what you get go ahead and i'm very accessible uh you can go to the website and you know my email's on there my cell phone's on there go to linkedin connect with me on linkedin i'm more than happy to uh engage with you there uh, i tell everybody you know i'll give everybody 15 minutes I'll give everybody 15 minutes, figure out a way. I'm sure I got a calendar somewhere on there. Hey, there's Chris Stone produced videos. By the way, when you go to the YouTube page, go to the little, see where it says home, go to the video part and click there and there's a million other videos. And, uh, and subscribe. I need more subscriptions on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody's always trying to hit me up to do certain, uh, to do stuff. So. I don't know. I, I might need Renee Hastings to, uh, Renee Hastings to, uh, do something on YouTube to get me more followers. Anyhow, Working subscriptions there. Awesome. But uh, yeah, I uh, right. I love gosh, people. I love sales. I love to talk, and uh, and I'm here for you. Thank you, Dan. You are an absolute amazing guest to have on the show. And I can't mm -hmm. believe we met. I think Dan, we met probably back in two thousand and seven or eight. And you left such an impression on me. We, I think we were at a BNI meeting in Dunwoody, and you were filling in for somebody else who couldn't show up that day. And from that day, we have stayed in touch. We've stayed in communication. We, yeah. you have been one of the people who've been so instrumental and in me and deciding that we were going to start this business and do this business and do our absolute best at it. And I am so grateful yeah. to you for all of the coaching and mentoring and uh, all of the, uh, the the tremendous impact that you've had on my life personally. So thank you. I can't oh, even let you get off this sweet. show without me telling you that. that you yeah, it's awfully sweet. Yeah, my wife, my wife always says, you know, you're really good at helping other people get rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bring it home. <laughs> no, but I, I, I appreciate. It. I apparently I live, I live for that, and so well, I appreciate that very much. I do that. I mean that sincerely. Well, I appreciate you, and I truly appreciate your time and all of the, uh, the, the great words of wisdom. And I wish I had a few more minutes just to uh, ask one more question. I, I know we already found out, forgot all your socials and all that. And but one of the things I really want to impress upon people is that even if they get a no going back to the beginning part of this conversation, if they get a no in sales, it's okay. A no is still a yes in a different form. <laughs> it's kind of like what it sounds like you said. Yeah, I know. A no moves, moves the sale in a different direction, but you're still in. Yeah, you're still in because they like you. And so that gives you time to. Sometimes the no is they don't have the money. So right. that's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have the money. That makes complete sense. Absolutely. You're not a customer. That's right. So not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, I wish nothing 
but good things to happen to you all for the rest of your life. Eat well, live long and prosper. Go get them today. Thank you, Dan. You were made for something great, so go and be awesome. <laughs>